arms and then both of your legs and then we will eat your face right off your head. You will be this armless, legless, faceless thing, won't you? Rolling down the street like a turd in the wind. Welcome to another edition of The Substandard, sponsored by Quip Electric Toothbrush and Casper Mattress. I'm Victor Mattis, along with Sonny Bunch and Jonathan V. Last. I'd like to remind you The Substandard is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just look at our podcast and search for Substandard. You'll easily find us. Please subscribe, tell your friends, and leave a review. Gentlemen, how are we? JVL, what's going on? Happy, lots, lots going on with you, please. Happy, happy watch day. Oh, Happy really? Watch Day. Is that your what? new watch? Wow. This is my new watch. Let's take a look at that. It what is it? the, would you like to hold it? Sure. The Seiko SARX055, commonly Seiko. known as Seiko. the Baby Snowflake. It has an undecorated 6R15D movement, which is a what an movement? evolutionary, not a revolutionary step above the 6R15D uh, C movement. It has a great number of RAMs, very, very many RAMs. It's very uh, made it's, of titanium. Me, it's very light, made of titanium. And the best part is, Shannon has just learned about it just now. <laughs> <laughs> Question: Yes, why aren't why aren't there any numbers? <laughs> How am I supposed to know what the time is? is? There's just little lines. Is it like a sundial? Do I hold it up to the sun and then the lines show where the the time is? You know, Sonny, if you talk to Seiko, you might help them out here with that, like an innovation. <laughs> yeah, they they haven't discovered it yet. Uh, I mean, there's not even Roman numerals. It's just little dashes. There's a nine here. Is it indices? Nine there's a nine. They are what's the, indices. What's the, what's the nine? There's a nine. Is that what time it is? So what you are referring to is the Arabic numerals, which is what I take it you like, which is a more common uh, feature of field watches, aviation watches, and train watches. What's a train watch? <laughs> Do you know that the advent of modern timekeeping was actually brought about because of the railroads? Do you well, know because this? the trains had to run on time. Ah. No, 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 not because that was they had a to great run on answer. Time. I thought that was it. Uh, so, so prior to the railroad, uh, places kept intensely local time based on the position of the sun at noon. Which meant that, like, for every 200 miles you went, noon was slightly different than it mm -hmm. was 200 miles east or west. Hmm. Uh, once you had trains, this became very important because if everybody was using 915, but not on the same standard of when 915 was, mm -hmm. the trains would run into each other. Oh, well, you don't want gosh. that. And so, the, so standardized timekeeping is a function of the railroad. And mm -hmm. so the train watches were actually very important. Hmm. Uh, and so there was a, an actual standard for, for the watches. They had to have a white dial. They had to have Arabic numerals. They couldn't have indices or, or something like that. Uh, and they had to be certified every year annually as chronometers. Uh, and, and Who did the, the certifying? Is there, uh, was there like a certification guy who just like went from town to town and was like, give me your train watch? No, I think it was, kind of, it, it was a company that did it. Uh, I think it might have been Ball. Hmm. Our friend of the show, Jason, will correct me on this. Anyway. That's, I, I, that's amazing. I that is interesting. That, where, it, it, puts, it puts 310 to Yuma in a whole different light. We're, we're three minutes into the show, and I've already learned more than I have on literally every Ever. other show of this, this podcast combined. Well, you know, you know who else learned something? Hmm. A man by the name of Kenny. 
I went out on Wednesday night with uh, myself and some of the friends of the show. You had visited. You had. That's the second meetup, Sonny. Second meetup already. It's like it's like a whole little universe. Sort of standard expanded universe. universe. Mm. Uh, And we went out to dinner at Maggiano's at Tyson's Corner. And by total chance, there was an Omega boutique not 20 yards away from the Maggiano's. And so I went in there with my buddy Steve White, and we looked around, and uh, there was a gentleman named Kenny who worked at the Amiga Boutique. And I would say that fairly that I dazzled him with my knowledge as I was explaining the coaxial movement and the history of the coaxial movement to Stephen and explained to him about what made the meteorite dial of the gray side of the moon so special and the incredibly complicated process of manufacturing this all ceramic case of the planet ocean big blue and Kenny I think was a little bit afraid for his job because he had nothing to add to all the knowledge I was dropping so all would just say that I now have a backup plan for when all this stuff yes, stops. For when all yes. this goes away. When oh, all good. this goes away. You know what? I'm this marching over to the Tyson's Corner Omega boutique yes. and putting in my application. And I'll be I'll be down the road at the Tyson's Ritz as the concierge, because that's what I'm gonna be when this ends. I wanna be a concierge and help people get reservations and things You'd like be very that. Good at that. I know, I do it all the time. But I so I, I have a real a real question that arose. Sonny, from, where's Sonny gonna be with this? I don't know. Ads? I was just trying I to just, think of that. <laughs> what am I gonna do? I'm gonna blogger. I'll be in a ditch. No, he'll be working at the theater. Be in a, a blog. He'll, he'll be working at the theater, taking tickets, just taking tickets. Know, scanning, scanning, sorry. So we, we had a group of six people at Maggiano's. And the option they tried pushing were they, were, were they all, were they all, by the way, I'm sorry, were they all substandard? All of them were substandard yes. listeners? Oh, my Yes. Goodness. One of whom was a priest. Oh, yes, of course. Father Harrison Ayer, who is still smarting over the way you mispronounced his name. Yeah. What is it? Ayer. A-Y-R-E. Oh, I thought it was Ayers. No. Oh. Now you've done it twice. <laughs> There's an extra decade <laughs> in purgatory. Bless me, Father, I've sinned. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so six people, the Maggiano staff wanted us to do the family style meal and the family style meal. I mean, first of all, I don't like the idea of family style meals because I, I don't, don't want other people touching and I know, sharing. You know what I want is my own that. plate. But I was intrigued because what it, what the family style meal entitles you to is a selection of two starters, mm. two entrees uh, and two desserts. Oh, and so I proposed that we hold a draft. For our dinner, six people, each person each gets person to select gets one one off the board. Well, that's not really a draft. I mean, it's like it's not like you're competing against each other. Well, sure, the you draft are, is competitive because you got to make sure that it's things that you want to eat that wind up yeah. on the menu yeah. that is served yeah. to your table. Yeah. But picking, it's not like you I'm can picking. influence what the other people are drafting. No, you can't. That's what I'm saying. So you're like, just, but it's not competitive. You're just saying like this is what I want. It's just like ordering. But you only but you're get just getting one a lot thing of that you want, and so you've got to think about. Well, wait a minute. If I really want the chicken parm, what are the chances that somebody else will take the chicken parm for me so that I don't need to take it and I can spend my pick on the tiramisu? Why don't you see? But here's the problem with this: is you could just do it collaboratively and then you could then you could actually get all the things yeah, but that's you want. no different don't than every, on his parade, that is Sonny. no different don't than rain. everybody just talking through what they want that the, the, right. the whole purpose of it being an actual draft so yeah. how did it work out how did it work out it worked out that they were down with the idea of the draft but we couldn't figure out the draft order without doing a pick numbers you gotta pick you gotta pick and we didn't have the that's paper essential. to do well, this you can, so you can, I'm, I'm sure you can i'm thing. sure you can get like a uh, random number generator on a on a, on your phone. Probably, probably a random number yeah, generator app. Just, yeah, probably, but we abandoned that. Uh, okay, we didn't do it. So, so what happened? So what did you did you all just end up ordering individually? Everybody and I I went full carb. 
What'd you get? Oh my gosh! I was gonna carbs. say you're is, there, is there anything without carbs? Or yeah, probably. You probably could get like grilled fish or something. Like a, but I figured, you know, garden salad. I I went carb crazy. Mm. It was amazing. I had lasagna. I had the mm. bread. I had bread. No. That bread is so good. On top of the focaccio bread. On top of the pasta, you had the bread. Then I had dessert. Oh. I had tiramisu for dessert. It was like just like lady fingers soaked in alcohol. It was delicious. Tiramisu. Mm. Love it. Passe? Is you going to say it's passe? No, it's, just, it's, it's not as good as like cheesecake. Cheesecake is. But you can get cheesecake anywhere. You can get tiramisu anywhere. Following your pesto parm, and it's 1992. Go okay. Yeah. Anyway, anyway how, well, how that sounds it, lovely. It was great. I, I hope we do a meetup again. Maybe we could do a meetup here in, in 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 close to the office, Sonny. What do you think about that? We can yeah. We can, they show up. We can go to uh, JBL, JBL. Could take everyone to like the the uh, what's it? The Heavy Seas Ale House. Heavy Seas Ale House. Everybody could have, and then we could hear about it uh, next week <laughs> on the show. I'm sorry. I was just a little nervous about bringing you out with a priest, Sonny. Thought it might be uncomfortable. <laughs> I've I burst into flames before, JBL. It's not a big deal. It's not the end it of the burns! world. It burns. It okay. burns. It was great, though. The Father Harrison came over to our house. He yes. said mass for our house. He blessed our house. Did confession at wait, my is house. This like, wait, it was wait, lovely. And he even blessed the dishwasher. Wait, he blessed he blessed the house. Is this like uh, the Amityville Horror? Isn't that exorcism? Isn't that house blessing? <laughs> but that's what they house do. blessings. Are every, you, you, when you get a new house, you get a house blessing. Or you probably didn't have a house blessing when you moved in. We did not. No, right. we did not. Sonny, things. how are you? <laughs> Sonny's still processing. He's still processing. I'm fine. What's going on? Want to talk about? Yeah. What's going on, Sonny? Uh, question. Yeah. So in my in my basement, where mm-hmm. where I'm currently decorating, this is what consumes all of my free time at this point. Uh, I have a series of uh, vintage uh, soundtrack records, LPs. Oh. Vinyl. Vinyl. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I have framed because I don't have a record player. I'm not a hipster. <laughs> but I but I do like the art. <laughs> I do like the art of them. So it's it, basically what I have is I have five, I think, Stanley Kubrick LPs. I'm sorry. Why? You have framed the I've framed actual vinyl? No, no, I framed the, like, outer, the cover. The cover, the cover the, like okay, I put yeah, the cover, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is the vinyl inside this? Yes, the vinyls. I mean, the records are all there. They're, like, I could play all of these in theory if I wanted mm-hmm. to. Which ones? Uh, let's see, what do I have? I've got uh, 2001. Of course. Barry Lyndon. Uh, the Shining, which was actually the hardest one to track down. Oh, my gosh. The, ver- the, the, L- the Shining LP that I have is actually a German issue. Uh, uh, if you look at if you look at the actual track listings on the back, they're all in German. I was like, oh, okay. wow. Um, but uh, that one that one was actually kind of tough to get. Uh, Full Metal Jacket, and I'm missing one. A Clockwork Orange. So anyway, so Clockwork but, Orange has a lot of good music on that. It does. Yeah. It does. So anyway, uh, again, this is all for decorative purposes. It, it oh. adds, you know, it adds a little bit of vintage flair to the to the proceedings. Uh, but I have a lot of space left on the wall. And I, I'm trying to figure out what I, who I want to pair the Kubrick with. And I wanted to ask you guys what you thought. Should I go with Spielberg and get, like, say, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Jaws, mm-hmm. Indiana More Jones. More LP art, More not LP like art. one sheets or anything. Well, I have one sheets, too. I mean, I've, like, I've got, I've got it, this is just one portion yeah. of, the, of the room. I'll show you a picture next week. But the, 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 basically what I have is a space that is literally yeah. 13 inches high. So it's like the perfect space for to match LPs. Understood. Um, so I'm, I'm trying, but I'm trying to figure out. So what? So should I do Spielberg? Maybe I should do. I could do a, a, a composer instead. I could do like Vangelis, or <laughs> or John Williams, or yeah. mm-hmm. uh, 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 
Tangerine Dream. A lot of good Tangerine Dream soundtracks from out there. The, from back in the day. Yes, that's 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 true. Thoughts? Question. Could, I'm asking. Do, I'm asking for you advice could, here. You could, you could do uh, Hans Zimmer. You could, you could, Hans Zimmer is great. You could do AI. And then you the could, problem with this. See, the problem with this is that it is it is it is hard to track down more basically anything from after 1988 or so they 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 don't they don't really make but you you can get some they have like you can get like the inception lp so if i wanted to do zimmer there i could i'm pretty sure i could get like the dark knight and the dark knight rises the problem is i already have a nolan wall Hmm. i don't want to i don't want to like double up there so any amorakone he's another one that's that's not a bad choice yeah actually that's good yeah Got a lot of good stuff. That's a that's an interesting idea. I'll have to look into that. Don't forget any of the the fascinating thing about the internet is that you can find basically anything. Uh, So if if there is an Ennio Morricone LP for you know the good, the bad, and the ugly or whatever, it's probably out there. A Sucker Punch LP. (laughs) It's here. (laughs) I'm Uh, showing it to you right now. See, that's just that's too that's too. But that's eighty dollars. It's too expensive. You know, Christmas is coming. I don't. Yeah. This is if instead of if instead of the pillow, uh-huh. the Lumalux, <laughs> I would I would consider getting this no, for you no, no, as no, my no. gift to you. No, no, don't give me that. That's too expensive. The problem and how like, much do you think your jeans were? <laughs> well, well, I, uh, the no, I'm serious. Don't if if the price is the only thing here. No, no, well, but it's it's not just you. the price though. It's also, as a favela it's warming also, present. It's, it's also it's also the problem is it also the problem with new LPs is that they they don't have any of the vintage flair. I like the vintage flair. JVL, I want it. I want you know. Yeah, you want it. I want like a. I want a. I want a lived-in feel to this room, not you know. Yes. yes. So anyway, this is what I'm thinking about. If people have suggestions, they should shoot me. uh, They should shoot me tweets. What on Twitter? Yeah. But you just want consistency, is what you. But want. I want. I want. I like. I want. I want a theme. So I mean, uh, like the, again. Theme, so like yeah. the first five mm-hmm. are Kubrick. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking I should stick with director. Directors, but, you but know, how, what do you do? I don't know. Terrence Malick. That's not a terrible. I, I no. don't know. I mean, it's if the problem again. The problem though is that there's like he has two movies yes. before 1999, yeah, and those right. are probably the only ones that there would be LPs for. LPs for him, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, but I, I need four. I've got space mm-hmm. for four. Well, the, the I'm sorry, but we can split it, right? The, these next don't have to be a full. So you could pick one Terrence oh. Malick. So I could do like one Hans Zimmer. I could do like one, right, two I mean, Terrence Malicks and two Michael Manns. Yeah. I could do like. Thief and Manhunter. You could probably find some old uh, Coppolas. Probably, yeah. you know, Godfathers, Apocalypse Now, Scorsese. I bet that's a good one. Scorsese. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Cool. Anyway, things to think about. Excellent. Keep me in your thoughts. JBL and while, I, while I work through this difficult and time, prayers. yes, in my life, I uh, I wore my pranas on my trip to Texas because you know You're I just alive. knew I just knew I am alive and I knew it'd be very comfortable in those jeans. <laughs> Uh, with the gusseted crotch uh, sitting in Alaskan Airlines, which, by the way, it was, I saw at another gate the Virgin uh, America uh, plane was there, but ours was an actual uh, Alaskan oh, Alaska. Airlines. There's no bad. TVs. I mean, they want you to use your, you could watch on your, I guess, your iPhones or your iPads and go to GoGo Net or something like that. And then they have access to all their movies, but we didn't do that anyway. It was less than. It's less than three hours to get down to Texas and went down to visit the Lowe family. How was it? It was amazing. Uh, it's great to get out there. Uh, you know, it's just, you know. Real America. Real America. And you know what? They're, 
it's there's a general friendliness out there for everybody working, whether it is, you know, the woman behind the counter or if it's the parking attendant, whoever, everyone's just, yeah, there's, there's just no, there's no northern surliness, if, if you will. Everybody's just very friendly to do any job that they're doing, you know, and, 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 and you know, uh, customer satisfaction is a, is a bit, everywhere you went, everyone was very friendly. So we went to the Texas State Fair. Okay, enough of this. What did you eat? Yes. This is what well, we have to know. that is coming up. Everybody's dying to know. Uh, Can you tell us or do we have to wait for the piece you have to come to, out? I think you should wait for the wait piece for the to come piece. out. <sighs> Uh, there was some scary Killing stuff. Killing me. There was some, sh- and there's stuff that I didn't get to. Because, Let me, uh, yeah. Let's ask what, what are what's one of the things you didn't eat? Um, uh, uh, some sort of fried guacamole avocado thing. That I, sounds amazing. Yes, yeah. it does. I don't. Why, why did you not eat? That? I I ran out of tickets. It was the end of the day, <laughs> and I had reached my a ten. I said I want to get the ten. And by the way, the ticket thing. You know, when you're not thinking, Sonny, we had this discussion yeah. before. You know, when you're there. You know, you're like, oh, this only cost eight tickets, or this cost, wow, that cost 14 tickets. How much is that? I, I don't know, but I'm out of tickets, and I got to get more tickets. And here's $100 for, I'm not sure how many tickets that just got. Just me. give me all the tickets. No, and, and, and so when you, you know, but there's, if you actually did a co- currency comparison, it would be like, what do you say? It was like, Wait, so itchy, how many tickets like do you get for $100? Yeah, it's like itchy and scratchy. It's like itchy, how many well, tickets do you get for $100? I think it's two to one in my mind. Tickets I can't per remember. dollar? I think it's $2 per ticket. I think that's how it works. Okay. And then so each ticket is so, two dollars, or the other way, much? the other way around, the other way around. So, so it's each two tickets ticket for a dollar. That's right. So I know there's something. It was sixteen tickets is basically eight dollars. And so how much was like the 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 fried guacamole? It was probably like you know, uh, fourteen tickets. How do you charge even, you seven bucks for that? You how know, do you even yeah. fry guacamole? Do you make? Do you get the gua- Do you get like a little guacamole ball and then you, and you put, put it in yes. panko crumbs yes. or something and then you yes. dip it in, in the in the d- fryer? Put, yes, there's something else that that I, sounds amazing. I'll t- I'll give one thing. I'll say mm-hmm. one thing that I did have and I tried to figure it out. And basically, it was I had fried butter. Well, that's I mean that's a reasonable thing to do. <laughs> I don't. Why would you go how to much fried the butter Texas did you State have? Fair and not have fried so butter? Just, just a little bit. But the question was how because you know you would think that you put butter in a you know it, it melts the whole thing just you know. But so I think what you do is you take a stick or you take a ball of butter and then you roll it around in a, in a heavy batter. Yeah. And you dip it, but you got to be quick, and you know, and then and then take flash it fry. Flash fry. Yeah. You got to flash fry that thing. Ooh. Give me the give me the just, worst just, thing you had. Yeah, that butter was up there. You know, uh, pizza. Fried, fried pizza? pizza? Yeah. Not necessary. Pizza's already good. Uh, but you have to find out. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, there were so many things that I didn't get to in the end. And it's sort of like, okay, I'm done. We got to go. And then you walk by the stand. Oh, where has this been? Because I've been searching everywhere for everything. And then, you know, so whatever. I, I'm giving it all away and I shouldn't. But the fact is I, I made it through alive. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of friendly folk. Yes. JDL. How did you feel at hour plus one and hour plus 24? It was actually, I was actually okay until it was the next day that I was. Question. Yes. How did you feel the next day? Uh, there was a moment where, I mean, I was drinking a beer and uh, we had just gotten back from dim sum and the night before. So I went to the fair. Then we went to Del Frisco's and I had a 16 ounce New York strip. Wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. You've really buried the lead here. Because what you're saying is you went to the, you went to the Texas fair and you gorged for hours on the ten fried items, and then you went to Del Frisco's and you yes. ate a pound of steak. No, 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 just six, a sixteen ounce, a sixteen ounce New York strip. 
one pound of steak. So, so <laughs> sixteen ounces is much different. So here's don't, so don't call it that. So, uh, so basically, you were like. You're, you I are, didn't need all of it. There was like a little gristle at the you end. You are, if we're going to go with Simpsons references again, which mm. I think we should, you're basically Homer Simpson from the episode where he goes to the all-you-can-eat <laughs> seafood Dutchman. place. The frying not a man. And you ate, a remorseless <laughs> eating machine. <laughs> you, you ate all the stuff, yeah. and then you drove around, and you, you ate more mm-hmm. afterwards because yes. yes. you could you didn't have enough. And I was determined. I had been to Del Frisco's did you have a Did you a have an appetizer? Ago. No, just some shrimp. It was, like, it was a shrimp. Sa- it was called a shrimp uh, sampler. So you had question: a- What was yes. your side? Uh, there were two. We shared it for the four of us. So it was Brussels sprouts, which is healthy. Yeah, you know how they prepare. Oh, it sure, too. they prepare no butter, or a oil, little bit, maybe just a little no bit. bacon, and a uh, lobster mac and cheese. So there's seafood in there. <laughs> I didn't have, and then and then we and then we skipped dessert and after dinner drinks. And so by then I had already like a couple martinis. And red wine go back, and then and then I just went to their fridge, and they have a lovely home, the Low family, who we stayed with. They have a lovely home, and we stayed in the cottage in their backyard. That's how nice that their house is. And I went into their giant fridge, and they have that uh, bluebell ice cream that you can only get in the south. Uh-huh, yeah. And I just basically I filled up like a, a giant bowl of vanilla cherry. So you had a quart, maybe. And you then had a quart. so the next day so, we we got up and then uh, went to church and then dim sum. And then I was sitting there, we were watching football, and I had a beer. And then I was, like, feeling weird in my chest, a little bubbly. I was feeling a little bubbly. In your chest? Yeah, you know, I mean, in the olden days, they would say, you know, that's basically afib. They say, oh, I had the flutters. You know, oh, I had the flutters. It was like Kate's grandmother. said, oh, I had the flutters. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so I just said, you know what, I bet. And so the next morning, I went for a run, a 20-minute run. And now we're, we're Did back. you take any nitroglycerin? I left my nitroglycerin back home can in you, my little case, my little container with the days. No, I'm just I, kidding. Can I ask yes. a, a favor? I'm fine. You, Everybody, you, don't get scared. When I, you file this yeah. piece on all of your, your yeah, yeah, exploits, I'm hoping to file tomorrow. Could you please include an estimated calorie count <laughs> um, for the whole day? But for the whole day's the whole activities. Day, it was probably at least, you know, 2,000, which is what you should have. <laughs> at least. You should have, yeah. The the lower bound. 16,000 is, is what I'm thinking. The lower bound right. is 2,000. Oh, you, you're going to get the five figures. You're going to get the five figures. Clearly, you absolutely I mean, at least, clear at five least figures. How, what, what, what's the stake? Like 400, 500 calories for a New York strip, 16,000. Sure. Probably, yeah, yeah okay. That. Lobster mac and cheese, 300. Oh, okay, yeah. so we're at 800. Seafood, sure. Se- 300 yeah. for lobster, for lobster mac. mac and cheese. You know what? You guys keep vamping. I'm going to go. So we had uh it was a lovely it was a lovely time the kids this is before the alcohol of course there's no there are no calories in i had it was a and, gin martini there are, you no, know, the there clear, are no calories in alcohol because it's it's clear it's sunny just, as it's, you know the clear alcohol right is 680 clear. calories from lobster mac and cheese oh we shared it we shared it are you looking Divided up actual del frisco's no, I'm just looking generic. Uh, I bet, I bet the 1227 calories <laughs> from a like 16 ounce steak what yeah, I mean, one thousand. So you're at two thousand calories I would, now I would with guess. just the lobster mac and cheese <laughs> and the steak. Do you want to tell me you think you're not in the five I'm fanning. figures? If, if, if only they had the Facebook Live, I'm fanning I myself. Would, I would say no, you're, I'm only feeling ill now because you're, you're telling me how much it is. I, would say I was you're, feeling you're, fine. Your dinner, this. your dinner alone was probably about three thousand calories. I would guess, including alcohol and I, because there's I, no I, chance. I, there's I, no chance that Del Frisco's lobster mac and cheese is six hundred eighty calories. Fried but the, pizza, eight hundred fifty calories. Oh, that's ridiculous. They're making that up. They're making it up. It was pepperoni, too. Uh, they're making it up anyway. Uh, yes, Fried it, butter, 400 calories. Oh, you see that? See, that's, that feels that, low. That's, that's on the low end. That's nothing. That's, that's like that's, a... That's, 
I mean, that's health food. That's health food by all standards. <laughs> Why am I so my my pal? I'm parched right now. I'm, I have dry mouth. <laughs> okay, so we do you a, smell we, oranges? Yeah, what, what do I smell? Burnt hair. Okay, so uh, it, Vic, was, it was. Why is your right <laughs> arm just hanging at your side? <laughs> what right arm? Oh, I didn't even know it. I didn't even know it was down on the Kinda ground. Drooping. Just, your I face is drooping. I didn't know uh, what's happening. It's always good. You know what? Stroke, stroke, <laughs> stroke jokes. Always good. Anyway, also uh, cardiac jokes. Cardiac Bones! jokes. Oh. <laughs> Always, always works. Always works. Uh, You're but, gonna die. That's <laughs> on air. That's what's on gonna air. happen. We're, on air. we're gonna actually talk you into it. Like uh, you remember, Hannibal Lecter talked that guy into swallowing his tongue in oh, Silence oh, of the Lambs. We're gonna talk you oh, into oh, a heart Migs? attack Migs? Migs? right now. Yeah, Migs. He did something else. Well, he also, was rude. he did well, something well, else. Talked also. about stroke jokes. Oh, thank you. Question. For flicking that at me. Go Question. ahead. When you signed up for your life insurance policy. <laughs> Did they know? And the adjuster was asking you questions mm-hmm. about this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you tell them? I said, Careful. You don't want to admit to any sort of no, fraud. No, 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 or... no. I work out. I work out and I don't smoke. So that that's really the important thing. No and drink, drinking is occasional. Drink moderately. Say, say you drink moderately. Once or, once or twice a week. Answer. No, no more questions about life insurance. No more questions. Goodbye. I'm dying to know goodbye. how much a month your premium is. Uh, goodbye. Uh, so uh, anyway, the kids had a, a lovely time. They want to come back. And, and so maybe... We'll come back. I, you know, um, it's it's nice when you have the cottage in the backyard because that it's like an in-law suite. Then you're not constantly like in their face and hurt, bothering. You don't feel like you're bothering it. You know what I mean? You can do your own thing. And when all your kids are you're ready to go, boom, we all get together, hang out. And otherwise, everybody has their space, and which is great. So maybe we'll come back. Um, go to Texas. Uh, what is it? Six Flags Over Texas. Kids love that. There's a dinosaur park. The one thing, Dealey Plaza is a great, there's a museum at the School Book Depository, which is also very cool. The only thing I won't do is water park because that was in the news recently where a guy uh, had got one of those flesh-eating amoebas uh, from a water park. Yeah, you don't oh, want to I go in there. I think there was so much chlorine in there that nothing oh, could live. It, was, it turned out it was like a freshwater thing. Like they do freshwater. Don't do freshwater because the last thing you need is to deal with some deadly parasite. But speaking of deadly parasites, over the weekend, I have to turn the page. <laughs> <laughs> almost the a good no, Almost a good transition. That speaking of deadly parasites. behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? No, no, no. Excuse me. Uh, Venom took the top spot at the box office with 80 million, followed by A Star is Born at 43 million, and in third place, Smallfoot with 14.4 million. Uh, question: Is that a good number for Stars Born? Forty-three million. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's huge. That's, that's way ahead of tracking. Uh, I mean, like forty percent ahead of tracking. Um, Thirty, forty percent ahead of tracking. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, it people were a little bit worried it might be soft because it is pitched to uh, the older set, and old people tend to come out slightly. Uh, they don't. They don't always come out on the first weekend, so they thought it would be kind of a slower burn but a 40 million dollar opening is huge for an r-rated musical i mean that's what this is which it's an r-rated, r-rated musical. musical it's gonna make 200 million dollars uh, it's lady Probably. lady gaga I would say is it's, carrying this i would say it's a, i would say it's a safe bet that this will get to 200 million which i i, I texted you guys and you wow. didn't respond bradley cooper is almost inarguably the biggest star in the world it's so crazy right? i think you could i, I think you could make the jbl argument is that, thinking I think you can make that argument in insofar as, or at least the biggest star in American domestic cinema, because I, I, I mean, you, if you look at his track record, it is very, very good. It is very, very good with R-rated films, which is unusual. He, he's one of the few people who can open uh, an R-rated 
um, adult feature. I remember in my mind when he made that jump from having seen him in Wedding Crashers Mm -hmm. and then, and obviously he'd done T, he'd done Alias and stuff, but he had done Wedding Crashers and suddenly he's in The Hangover. Yeah. Boom. I think that was it. It was like instant, wasn't it? Almost instant. Pretty much. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, it was The Hangover, uh, of course, and then you have the the David O. Russell films, The Silver Linings Playbook and American uh, Hustle and uh, even Joy. It was kind of, uh, you know, so, you know, there are some questions about, you know, who is the actual star in those movies. Mm -hmm. You could make a case for Jennifer Lawrence over 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 Bradley Cooper um, but then Bradley Cooper also you know opens American Sniper to huge huge numbers that, that movie goes on to do 350 360 wow. million. again an R-rated um, biopic yeah, you know hard doing to get 360 there. million dollars is yeah. a is a is unheard of um, uh, you've got this movie I, I mean I just think that I think that there's something to be said about Bradley Cooper uh, JBL you, you see you're skeptical uh, I am skeptical of the proposition that he is the biggest movie star right now. Yes. Well, I, I mean, I think it's. I, I think he should be in the conversation. I yeah. wouldn't. I don't. I, uh, the problem with this, of course, is that movie stars aren't really a thing anymore. It's hard for right. I mean, it, the, the story it, like, is the this, star. Right. Um, but Kevin Feige is the biggest movie star. In, right. He's right. Uh, yeah. I mean, like the Marvel logo is right. the biggest movie, st- which is which probably plays into why Venom made eighty million dollars this weekend. Yeah. I mean, even though it's not technically a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, it is still has the Marvel in association logo with. in association with Marvel. Question: What do you think? Both of you guys, what do you think the decline is going to be from last weekend to this coming up weekend? For Star is Born? No, uh, for um, Venom. Normal? That's an excellent question. Or is it going to be... I would guess probably 60%. I don't think it'll be... A like little a, lower. I don't think it'll be a disastrous like 70% drop, um, but I think a solid like 55 to 60% drop. So do you saw it in the screening? I no, I uh, or with other people. I saw it. I saw it with with regular people. I saw it. On, Did we all see it? All three of us saw it, and I oh. yeah. There's nothing, there's, there's nothing to squeeze out of Venom, so to speak. But uh, uh, when I went to see it on Tuesday night, uh, it was crowded. It was packed when I went to see okay. it. Did you see it over the weekend? Uh, I saw Monday. Yeah, I saw okay. it, a uh, Monday uh, afternoon yeah. show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I went to I went to a Friday. The Friday it opened, I went to see it at the IMAX here at Georgetown. Uh-huh. There were only like five people in the right. theater, so I mean, I like it, oh. you know. All right, but I do think it's it's it. it, it, it I'm I'm a little bit surprised it did this well. Um, Me too. Because Venom is a la- Venom is a bad character, uh, and Venom as a character makes no sense stripped from the Spider-Man universe. Well, uh, well, how about a little right, run uh, for our listeners? So, uh, Venom. Venom is the story of Eddie Brock uh, and his alien symbiote, who is called Venom. Uh, the the Evil Life Foundation has uh, brought back a bunch of alien beings from outer space, crash lands on Earth, and uh, uh, they. The, they bring the alien symbiotes, which is what they are called, back to uh, San Francisco, where they try to where the evil Riz Ahmed, who's playing kind of, um, uh, I don't know, like an Elon Musk crossed with Steve Jobs, uh, uh, is trying to pair the alien beings with human hosts. And it is leading to a lot of deaths, a lot of deaths. Uh, Eddie Brock wants to reveal that he is evil. Eddie Brock is a. Uh, I, I guess I, we, we could call him a left-wing new journalist. He, uh, he does his video shows, and he, yeah. he wants to bring down... Is he left-wing, though, if what he wants to do is bring down environmentalists? 
Well, oh. but it's inadvertently. Oh, that's, in, inadvertently. It's a good question. But as, uh, as many of them are inadvertently. Uh, so anyway, he's he's all about uh, he's all about the truth. And uh, when he discovers that uh, the evil Riz Ahmed is Ahmed 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 Ahmed, Ahmed, Ahmed. Uh, Riz Ahmed is uh, is killing people, uh, which he discovers he discovers this by uh, peeking into his girlfriend's email. Big mistake. Michelle Michelle Williams plays the girlfriend. She dumps him. He's very sad. He meets up with uh, the alien symbiote Venom, uh, and then there's there's action and adventure. Here's the problem with this movie is that it via Melora Walters, who I have not oh, seen oh. on screen we'll get in to a that. long time. We'll get I was to that very excited to see Melora Walters. I have some thoughts on this. Okay, so yeah. so here's here's the problem. All that all that kind of gibberish that I just said is the problem with this movie. Getting getting Eddie Brock together with the alien is the worst part of this movie and it takes like an hour of the hour and 40 minute running time um because i don't care about any of these things and venom as i said doesn't really make sense as a character stripped from the spider-man universe spider-man uh, venom makes sense as a spider-man villain because uh the alien symbiote was rejected by spider-man eddie brock's career and life was ruined by peter right. parker they come together they've got reasons for revenge they've got kind of cool spider-man like powers they can negate spider-man's own powers uh and like he that makes, makes sense. sense he makes sense as a uh it, even the name makes sense venom because like spiders have venom and mm-hmm. eddie brock right. has venom for peter parker like they the, like the name makes sense and so in this movie it's just like i'm a symbiote my name is venom and it's like well, and why his is name you, that's his alien name why is alien his alien name is literally an alien, english word do, do aliens <laughs> why do aliens have english words for names it's being I mean, translated like, in his brain well, into so english I, I assume there's some sort you're right exactly i assume there's some sort it's of really movie magic right but, but we <laughs> Thank call you. that was good. real name that was we call time. ourselves <laughs> venom uh but like uh it it is the whole th- all of that is bad and terrible the last 30 or 40 minutes of the movie is actually pretty entertaining because it's Tom Hardy. This is what I wrote in, in my a Marvel movie review. Movie. It's Tom Hardy basically doing a one-man buddy comedy with himself. And I liked all of that stuff a lot. I mean, like, uh, Tom Hardy playing a loser journalist who teams up with a loser alien symbiote, uh, which makes them more powerful than they could ever possibly be on their own. And they're and the alien symbiote wants to go around biting people's heads off, and Eddie has to be like, "No, you can't do that. You can only bite off bad people's heads." Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. like funny and silly, and yeah. like it worked for me because Tom Hardy is great. The problem is everything up to that is just is so stultifying and generic and boring um, that uh, I was kind of taken out. Of, now that being said, the end of the film was enough to make me actually kind of want to see a sequel. Wow! Because I would watch, I would watch again. I would watch a hundred minutes of Eddie Brock. Uh, of Tom Hardy being Eddie Brock and Venom you know, doing doing shtick with himself. I think one of the great challenges is if you're not um, you know fully up on this uh, stuff and you're watching a movie like oh this looks like a good Marvel movie and the villain looks kind of like Spider Man you know he bears an uncanny but there's no explanation to it of it in this movie he just happens to look like I mean they don't explain it that's well, Spider-Man well, they, like, and they if, all look like Riot it's the same thing if I'm if I'm not mistaken they don't have the giant white spider on his chest right well, which they is took like, it off which yeah. is the hallmark of the Venom the comic book character there's a mark on his chest there, but there it's is like something splotch. it's like it's, mm-hmm. it just it so are they, are you telling me that they like Sony went out of its way to make it less Spidey like and more just yeah beast like because it looks yeah. like no, they Spider-Man. want they want this to be to be able to stand on its own right. if necessary but they own Spider Man so I don't understand they why do they own, don't they do own Spider Man I have because he's young Spider Man I have a, I have a feeling my sense my guess uh, 
between kind of what was going on behind the scenes and also uh, our friend Richard Rushfeld's newsletter is that the MCU, the team behind the MCU, put a lot of pressure on Sony not to have Tom Holland and Spider-Man in this movie uh, because they feared that it was going to be terrible. (laughs) Well, it made me um, want to go back almost to watch... uh, Spider-Man 2 with Topher Grace in the role as Eddie Brock, I guess. Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3 in the role of uh, to, uh, Eddie Brock, just to brush up on the whole Venom lore. But speaking of brushing up, Sonny Bunch! One of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth. Yet most of us don't do it properly. Quip is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists, designed to look great. Uh, it was designed to make your brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. Uh, did you know, Vic, that Quip features sensitive sonic vibrations? I did not know that. They're gentle on your sensitive gums. Why? Because many people brush too hard, and some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive. Quip's built-in two-minute pulse timer—two-minute uh, timer pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides, helping give a full and even clean. Up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes or don't clean evenly. I have this problem. This is this is my problem. Uh, you know, a, a multi-use cover mounts to your mirror, uh, so you can you can put it on, you mount it on, you slide it over, uh, slide over your bristles for on-the-go brushing. It's great. It declutters your sink, uh, declutters your cabinet, makes traveling with an electric toothbrush much easier. Um, Quip doesn't require a clunky charger and runs for three months on one charge. Three months is a long time. You know how long my computer lasts? My computer lasts like a uh, half a day. Half a day. If that. Half a day. Three months, long time. Uh, brush heads, automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. Three out of four of us use bristles that are old, worn out, and effective. Uh, and ineffective, I'm sorry, ineffective. Look at your toothbrush when you get home. Look at it, look at how flat and gross it is. You don't want that. You want new, fresh bristle heads. Three out of four of us use bristles that are old, worn out, and ineffective. Like I said, Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association and has thousands of verified five-star reviews. They are backed up by over 20,000 dental professionals, and Quip starts at just $25. If you go to getquip.com substandard right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash substandard. Tell them Sonny sent you. <laughs> Thank you, Sonny. That That's was your first read. First read. How, you know, you want to do all the reads from now on. I only, oh, I agree. I, in fact, I think you I think will. I, only, I think I only messed up once or twice there. Oh, so, well, yeah. you know, it was your first time. How did it feel? Were you nervous? It, well, I'm just did it go, it, did I'm just, it go faster I'm just glad it was over in 60 seconds. <laughs> just a few stumbles along the way, mm. but it's your first time. I know. I, okay. Uh, Venom thoughts. JVL, what did you think about the movie? So it is uncanny and unsettling that my thoughts seem to mirror Sonny's almost exactly. So I walked out of the movie having like really enjoyed it and then I was thinking to myself, okay, so what what was it I liked about Venom? And uh, everything I could think of were things I didn't like because the it's a weird story it's a non-canon Venom which is fine, I don't, they don't need to be in the Marvel canon Um, the, the, the Final fight is horrible to watch. And, Terrible. And it, Terrible. what I liked about it, the only thing I liked about it was Tom Hardy's Eric, uh, yeah. Eddie Brock. It was, the character is great. He actually. It's really good. 
He reminds me of Matt Labash a little bit. In this well, role. Yeah, you could no, see if Matt Labash yeah. was mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. twenty years younger and yeah. a yeah. Uh, video journalist. A little bit of that unshaven look going be, on a there. A little bit of that, yeah. but Absolutely. that charm. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like the yeah. the sort of roguish charm to yeah. it. And he was. It's like it's like Jimmy Stewart in Harvey. Yes. Right. I mean, this is the idea that he's playing the imaginary friend all by himself, and it's it's all that shtick is. He's really good, Tom Hardy. And so I spend most of my time thinking about Venom, just thinking about Tom Hardy and how weird it is that he is he is a perfect leading man, like he can carry a whole movie by himself. And yet he's almost never a leading man. He's almost always part of an ensemble, right? There's very little. I mean, even in Mad Max, like he's, you could argue that actually it's Charlize Theron's Theron. character mm. who's the, the actual lead in mm. that, right? He's just sort of there along for the ride, even though he is carrying the movie. I mean, yeah. he is carrying the movie in Dark Knight Rises mm-hmm. to a very large degree, even though he's not the lead. And he does this all the time yeah. when you look through his filmography. And I find that int- he's an integral part of Dunkirk. Yeah. Right, and you never even see his mouth. You never even basically. see his, his <laughs> mouth. Right at the end. But he registers, like yeah. he really, like the yeah. the idea that he's the stoical. You know, I'm on him. I, I mean, just Tom Hardy's eyes should have won an Oscar <laughs> for Dunkirk. <He's, laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, I'm like, I'm not I, kidding. It's, no, it's totally. I agree. I agree. Yeah, like but, he he does more with less screen time yeah. than maybe any other actor I can think of. Totally, which makes it all very interesting that. Uh, the director, Ruben Fleischer, and Tom Hardy were apparently at loggerheads on, on the set because he, Fleischer wanted a more serious, darker version of the character. And Tom Hardy was like, I want to jump in this lobster tank. I want to jump in this lobster tank in the restaurant, and that's going to be good and funny. And Tom Hardy's totally right. He's Tom, absolutely right. Tom, I can't if, believe like, that he, the director didn't, didn't realize. I mean... That theater was the people were dying laughing at moments there. I mean, it was very yeah. loud, and people wa- people wanted. I mean, funny. I, people like, wanted it, funny. But, but, but what's weird? Worked. What's weird about it is that the studio didn't. I mean, like everyone jokes about how Hollywood has no original ideas, and it's true. They joke about this because it's true. Uh, but it's it's amazing to me that nobody looked at Deadpool and was like, "Look, we can do dark and funny." We can, it's we Deadpool like. We can actually do well, this. Yeah. Is, this well, movie no, is Deadpool like. It's, it's Deadpool like, except it doesn't have Deadpool's self referential. Light is, right. is, is light. the L I T E, not yeah. that oh, yeah. like. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, it really. I, he didn't have to break the fourth wall. <laughs> Victor, did you like it? I actually, I mean, I was, exp- I was prepared to not like it, right? Because we heard so much about all the problems on the set. It's going to be terrible. Our Tom Hardy's favorite scenes are the ones that are not in the movie. And so I thought, oh, okay, we'll see how this goes. But it's hard not to like because he's such a likable guy, Tom Hardy, in this. And I still can't, you know, and you think of him as Bane. You can't believe it's the same guy because, you know, he's so terrifying. And here he's very likable. You talk about the roguish charm. Uh, I think once you get it through your in your head to not ask too many questions about the interaction between the symbiote and uh, and uh, and Brock and like how does it translate how does he know these words how does he say these things in talks if you just roll with it like much of the audience did uh, it's a much more enjoyable experience particularly i think the biggest laugh was when he was uh, going to scale down a building and he chose to take the elevator yeah. and then and then the voice is buzzy you know i mean yeah. that was uh, people love that and, and so you know it's interesting that it was supposed to it could have been a lot worse i guess that's the way to think about it but. one of the things i came away I had not expected that they were going to turn Venom into an anti-hero, which happens in the comics eventually. Yeah. Um, but I had thought they would play him as a straight villain. And I'm actually happy. I, I think it works what they did. And, but I'm happy that this leaves free the, the pathway for Marvel to do a straight villain-centric movie. 
where the villain is the lead in the way that like the talented Mr. Ripley is the lead of the talented Mr. Ripley. Mm-hmm. And he's not an anti Rip Tom Ripley is not an anti hero, you know, yeah, or he's yeah. just a villain that you're watching. And I think there's a whole universe of Marvel villains who would be really interesting to watch in that way. Uh, like who? your idea for the Thanos movie oh, yeah. would have been great. Like a Thanos movie <laughs> would have been fantastic. Uh Kingpin would be great. You could do a Doctor Doom movie very well. A Doctor Doom movie would be right. Would be an Emma Frost or a Bullseye movie. Yeah. I think you can do where they're just who owns it's a the, movie about the villain. This is yeah. I mean this is And they're not an anti-hero. You're not actually rooting for them. You're just watching them because you can't take your eyes off no. of them. Who owns the fan, uh the Doctor Doom property still at Fantastic Sony. Fo- it's also Sony. No, no, no. So fan uh doc- Oh no, you're okay. So Doctor Doom is a Fantastic Four villain yep, yep, and yeah. so uh is owned by Fox. Oh, okay. Yeah. I believe. All right. So is now owned by uh, uh by Will Disney. Be. Wow, that'll be so. So Marvel will have access to Doctor Doom, uh, but it's unclear to me the contours of the Sony relationship with Marvel because no, when they when they agreed to get the rights to Spider Man to use in the Marvel movies, it is unclear how far that expands into the Spider Man IP. Uh, right. And this one I thought was, I mean, it really was clearly stated in association with, yeah. so don't get, which is another way of saying don't get your hopes yeah. up. Robert Downey Jr. is not making a cameo oh, in yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, it would be, I, I, my understanding, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on this. My understanding is that there is basically no, like, real agreement. It's just case by case. Oh, it's case by case. They that do. is my understanding. I, but, right. I, but I have no, I have no, I mean, I think that, like, Sony gets signed off on all the MCU stuff that they do with the Tom Holland Spider-Man, I think. Uh, but I but I also think that Sony understands that uh, Kevin Feige and, and, and Disney, they're better at this than Sony is. So well, they, there's, there's a lower risk way for them to make money off of this, which is essentially to rent the IP to, to Disney. Yeah. And say but we I just assume, want we just want thirty percent. You just make whatever Spider Man universe yeah. oh movies gosh. you want, yeah. and we just want thirty percent. Mm-hmm. I assume it's the other way, though. I assume Sony is picking up the tab, and Disney is getting unclear. To getting, me. Yeah, but unclear I don't. I, don't know. I mean, you can work whatever way you. JVL, you were talking earlier. You mentioned Melora Walters. Uh, you were excited. You were happy to see her. Uh, a Paul Thomas Anderson regular, Melora Walters, and she was there. A Seinfeld girlfriend. Oh, she was a Seinfeld girlfriend on the I show. That. Yeah, no, yeah, not, yeah. not not no, 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 IRL. No, no, no. I, I mean, I, on the show, I, I, she was I the topless. Really? When they go to the beach house, the topless. Oh, really? George's, George, I'm sorry. So it was George's girlfriend. Oh, not the, Seinfeld. The, the whole turtle thing scared like a turtle. I believe oh, she funny. was the shrinkage yeah. episode. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sunny and I were talking about this yesterday. What was going on with Michelle Williams? She seemed a little off. Yeah. Was it just me, really? or did her face look weird? Like, like not like it wasn't moving quite right. Didn't I didn't pick up any of that? And I've had a f- week full of Michelle Williams, as we can talk about later, because I really want to talk about the Greatest Showman as well. Oh, she's in that. I wonder if she is she different in that. She just didn't seem like she was really emoting or anything. She was just sort of very. No, I thought she was I great. There was this. something weird. I thought you know what I no, saw I better performances in, in Dawson's Creek. I didn't. I thought she was very stiff. Yeah, it is still is amazing right. to me that she is the serious actor to come out of Dawson's Creek. Because <laughs> I would have said if we had, as we were watching that show, oh. picking. One of these people is going to become a real serious. I know you She say. would have been the last on our list. Okay, top of your list. Right. The top of you. Everybody would have thought Katie Holmes. Also, then Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson. Then Dawson, whose name I don't even remember. James Vanderbeek. Jen James Vanderbeek. And then Michelle Williams, who I have to say was terrible in that show. Hmm. I mean, she was the actor who was sort of out of their depth and who was always over emoting and wasn't quite. 
and who knows why? I mean, maybe she just grew up weird, as an actor. It's a weird thing. Her learning and, yeah. curve was steeper than everybody else's. Yeah, when you see these, I'm always fascinated when you see these shows. Who's going to be the one? And you know what? The, you know what it's like. And all of a sudden, and then the worst part is whenever they have this is going on a tangent here. You ever see these? Uh, the Today Show does it where they have the get-togethers, the reunions of like from from an old TV show, and they're all sitting around. And there's one clear star, and then the other one who was big time, who was maybe a bigger deal at the time, is like coming out of rehab just to the make Danny Bonaduce type. Yeah, that yeah. terrible. Yeah. yeah, no, I thought she was great. So you did you? I thought, thought she, was, she did, oh, I thought weird. she didn't. I I just thought she looked weird. Like I thought there was something weird about about her whole appearance. I thought she was great. Uh, you know who else I thought was great? The the guy who played her boyfriend. Oh, he, oh yeah. yeah. yeah well, he's the guy from Veep. Veep who is, yeah, yes, yeah. who's the guy yeah. from Veep. Also named uh, Dan, by the way. Dan. They kept the yeah. same name. So. Who, so that is a very difficult role to play because you are positioned as, wait a minute, we don't like him because we're all rooting yeah. for Eddie Brock. But he's, right, but but he's actually a nice guy. But he's a yeah. nice guy. Yeah. And to pull off the trick where the audience does root for Eddie Brock and really wants Eddie Brock to get back together with his girlfriend, but actually then really likes the boyfriend. Yeah. That's a hard thing to do on screen, just as yeah. a matter of like screen charisma. One hundred percent chance that Carnage kills Dan in the sequel, right? Oh, or Dan becomes yeah. Carnage. Right no, no, no. It's definitely. Did you not stay for the after? No, the I didn't. Was there, a, was there a was there a credit St- thing? Yes. There was a mid credits. Oh, what was the yeah. stinger? Tell me. I thought it was Sideshow Bob. No, no, I thought no, that no, was, no. oh my Tell gosh, Sideshow Bob is the So uh, you remember how at the end of the movie, uh, Eddie Brock's like, I have an interview with somebody. You're going to have to read it. Yes. The interview is with uh, Cletus Cassidy. Who is that? The He's the person that becomes Carnage. He's the, the, the serial killer with the red hair who becomes Carnage. Played by? Played by Woody Harrelson, who's at least 20 years too old for that role and 100% too bald. I mean the the wig he was wearing. The wig he looked like the wig, the wig he was wearing. He looked like Raggedy Andy. Yeah. I mean it was Side like show, but it was terrible. It was this, it was like I was hoping it would be some sort of other person from the Marvel universe, yeah. but of course I guess that wasn't possible. And then there was a post credits stinger that was like basically Tell me more. It was basically five minutes of the Into the Spider Verse movie, the cartoon that's which coming looks pretty out. Pretty great. Which actually, like, I, that got me excited for it. I don't like that style of animation that's kind of aping the, like, 1980s comic book look with, like, the little circles that look like... But it's also, like, like, mixed media. I mean, they have all sorts mixed, of different yeah, styles yeah, 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 happening at the same time. Yeah, I don't not, love it either. I, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of it, but it looked great. It looked great on the big screen. Uh, so I'm, like, actually kind of excited for that. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, it is, it is kind of fascinating that they're basically doing a movie with all the PC Spider-Man and, like... We're going to get them all in one place. <laughs> and including Peter Porker. Including Peter you know, Porker. Um, the other thought that I had was the villain, played by Riz Ahmed, Carlton Drake. Uh, he probably wouldn't be in this position had he read your book, Jonathan. Uh, because there's a reference to his fears of overpopulation. Yeah. I am so sick and tired of seeing environmentalists just portrayed by Hollywood as a bunch of bloodthirsty <laughs> nut jobs. You know, when when can Hollywood just finally go out and find some new villains? Something that hasn't already been done to death. <laughs> right? I mean, so it started who's the first one of these that we see is Oh, I wrote this down somewhere. Where where was it? Where? Um, the the Kingsman Oh, and Kingsman, right? right. So yeah, yeah. Kingsman. Then we have. Uh, oh, right. This, In order to reduce who, the population, who, who, yeah, Samuel Jackson. Yeah, Samuel Jackson. Ways Jackson. to reduce the population. Uh, Thanos. Thanos. Is Paul right. Ehrlich. He's basically Paul Ehrlich. Yeah. Uh, Carlton Drake is Elon Musk, essentially. <laughs> right. I mean, it's. 
It's a little when tired. Is, a little is, played out. Yeah, when, isn't is, it? when is Hollywood going to lay off these liberal billionaires? Leave them terrible. alone. It's terrible. I'll tell you what, though. One thing he uh, was kind of a, a noble effort. He was trying to reduce the homeless problem. <laughs> Pretty successful at it, too. Yikes. No poop on the streets in uh, San Francisco no, anymore. No, they're not doing that anymore. They're disappearing. He's taking I, care of the homeless problem. I, w- I would like to say that, first of all, that you remember the joke, the Wonder Woman joke from Twitter that the, the was, you know, like, DC was like, we're not sure if it's time yet for a Wonder Woman movie. And Marvel's like, hey, we got a talking raccoon in a tree. <laughs> it did strike me that this is one more case of that. Like, DC is... Well, we're gonna have to rethink Batman and Superman, and you know, Justice League doesn't quite work as a property and a franchise. And so, after Aquaman, we're just gonna have to really put our heads together because this superhero stuff is hard. And Marvel is like, "Yeah, we got this third tier villain based on a gimmick costume. Let's just pay eighty million dollars. All right, this <laughs> Venom is crazy. Venom is going to make more than Justice League. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Take it." To the bank. Uh, did you get a trailer for Shazam? I got a sh- trailer for Shazam. I and did not. It was very trailer. little reaction from that audience. I don't really? think they were interested. Not in interested. Shazam. It is an astonishing, astonishing thing that this the Marvel IP bench is so deep, deep. <laughs> that Jimmy. you literally. This is just. I mean, the whole idea for the costume was it's easier to draw. Like you know, like this was back in the the heyday of the Todd McFarlane. Got to do more more covers, more just need more comic books. Got to f- saturate and flood the market mm-hmm. and turn mm-hmm. these things out. And well, you know, we, it's easier we could draw them faster if we just make it all black. Do you do you have any thoughts on James Gunn? Ah, possibly doing Suicide Squad too. Speaking of DC, not knowing what they're know. doing. Like I guess. I mean, <laughs> seems like it seems like it seems like a good fit, right? Fine. I mean, Suicide Squad is basically just the ripoff of Guardians of the Galaxy, anyway, right? I uh, guess. <laughs> I don't know. Like, do we? No. Th- there was another movie you found much more compelling, JVL. We have a little bit of time. I think we have a couple well, minutes did, on did it. Did we want to? Do we want to get into Tom it? Oh no, 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 You wanted to do no. the other thing. Rank Tom Hardy. I don't okay. want to talk about the greatest showman. You don't want to talk about the greatest showman. I guess that's going to the outtakes. Absolutely not. He was really moved by. Absolutely not. You were really moved. If you want to, if you want to talk about it after we're done with the show, I didn't even know there. I didn't know there would be tears. You got nothing. Tears. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. All right, Tom Hardy. Go ahead. Best Tom Hardy performances. JBL. Number one, Bane. Yes. Number two, Max. Number three, Eddie Brock. I would go. I'm going to go with movies because I wrote down movies, not. Uh, performances again. This is just this is right, just not Tom movie, Hardy. We are not ranking the movies as we like them. We're ranking right. his performance mm-hmm. in the movies. Uh, I would go with the movie Lock, which is literally just Tom Hardy in a car talking. It's on Netflix oh, now. Right. I think. Oh right, yeah. It's ninety minutes of Tom Hardy in a car by himself. Uh, the fact that you neither of you have seen this makes. Me I sad. remember the commercials for it. Uh, number two, The Dark Knight Rises, uh, which his bane is just his bane is similar to Heath Ledger's Joker in that it unbalances the movie. Everything is more compelling when he is on the screen, um, and he's not on the screen enough. Uh, I give it to you, yeah. So, the people. Uh, so there, there's that. Number three, Bronson, which is again, it's a lot of Tom, just like the camera on Tom Hardy and Tom mm-hmm. Hardy doing mm-hmm. Tom Hardy things. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Inception. Yeah, Inception. This was me. his breakout role. Remember, this is where everyone was like, Layer Cake is his breakout. Role. Who is this guy? Layer was, cake is his no layer cake. Is, he's barely in layer cake. He's in layer cake for like two he's minutes. Clarky. He's barely in layer he's cake. He's Clarky. He is in layer. He's got a double. Nobody saw. Nobody from Oxford. Nobody saw layer cake. 
Nobody remembers him in Layer Yeah, King. no, it just got Daniel Craig the role of James Bond. This movie's launched career. Inception is number one uh, Tom Hardy breakout role. That's that's just, that's a fact. And then Tinker Tailor, Soldier Spy, where he plays Ricky Tarr as the... He's very he's, good in Tinker he's Tailor. He's very, very good. He's very in good that. in Tinker Tailor. Uh, so that's my top five. Okay. I think mine's more similar to Jonathan's with one and two, but three is probably um, Inception. I really like that. his breakout role, and and also, uh, but you know, we're not counting television. But if we did count television, uh, a Band of Brothers. Oh, was he in that? Yeah, yeah. Every, so everybody was, was in, in that. Yeah. There were, I, it was almost like there were more British actors yeah. uh, serving in the uh, air, you know, just was, first airport was, or the eighties. Was then, Tom was Tom Hardy in uh, Black Hawk Down? Black Hawk Down is another doubt. one of these movies doubt, yeah. where like it had like literally a yeah, hundred. Yeah, I would say there. Tom Hardy is one of my favorite gifts of all time. Which is the Fury Road moment when Max yep. just sort of like this There's thumbs kind of like up. Happy, is, good job. I, yeah, I don't know. Like so, something about that moment in the mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. He's such a movie star. He, he really throw is. away he something is. like that. It's you know, God, it's, it's funny fantastic. that that image of him. He looks so tired, like he needs to get some rest. Speaking mm-hmm. of getting rest, Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. The experts at Casper work tirelessly to make a quality sleep surface that cradles your natural geometry in all the right places. After all, you spend one third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. Its breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. Casper now offers two other mattresses, the Wave and the Essential. The Wave features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body. The Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. All Casper products are designed, developed, and assembled in the U.S. Prices are affordable because Casper cuts out the middleman and sells directly to you. Every Casper mattress is delivered right to your door in a small how-do-they-do-that-sized box. Plus, there's free shipping and hassle-free returns in the U.S. and Canada. Plus, you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. Here's a special offer to substandard listeners. Get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com substandard and using promo code substandard at checkout. That's casper.com substandard and use promo code substandard for $50 off select mattresses. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. Any All other right. thoughts? Anything else? Corrections, additions were good, Sonny? I think we're good. Wonderful. Uh, JVL, good? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I got some outtakes. I'm ready for them. That's all the time, then, we are giving to this episode. Questions, comments, complaints, compliments. Tweet us at Victorina Mattis at Sunny Bunch. At JV Last. Again, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. Just type in substandard on podcasts. We're there. Leave a review. Tell your friends. Until next time. Yes, JVL. You know, people like to say out there on the Twitters that the substandard moves product. It's true. They do. And just this past weekend, we moved a very large product. Oh. I went out and had coffee with the lovely and talented Kristen Soltis Anderson yesterday, who over the weekend bought a Weber Genesis. Whoa. Thanks to the substandard. Right up my alley. But you know what's weird? It came in a... Her husband, Chris Anderson, yes. actually 
assembled it himself. Do you know how long it took him? How long? About an hour. Oh, come on. But but do you know what else? Do you know how Chris got it home from the store? Oh. He carried it. What? Well, you just like they got it it, throw it up on his back? They got it from a place like 10 Thank blocks you. away from their house. And he carried, carried it? it home because... Unlike some people, Chris Anderson is a real man. <laughs> He's all man, baby. What do you mean he all physically man. carried physically he carried it? But that's okay. Are you sure there's no pulling and pushing, that's dragging? Okay. Don't there's worry. Be some dra- there's no. Did he put it on his back like Atlas? Don't worry, Victorino. This is this doesn't this doesn't denigrate you, and it doesn't reflect badly on you at all. Could you have carried your grill? I mean, that's a heavy grill. I'm just saying. I'm sure it's fine. 